today in space. Today in space. Space. All right, so uh, we're going to start the podcast. I was talking to John about the old hoverboard and Doc Brown. We're talking about Back to the Future, how the Cubs just won, and how they only missed it by a year. Back to the Future only missed it by one year. Um, but then John didn't know about this hoverboard episode. Uh, hoverboard from it's on Funny Wait, or Die now. This is way back. Wow, this is 2014. So they they put together this thing. Um, let's even look, right? Let's even look. So, February 2014, they hosted an event in downtown LA, right? And this they is just what it said says. the demonstrations are completely real. I know it's funny or die, but if you're going to go out but of your way... it wasn't funny or die in the beginning. I guess if you I say... I don't think so. If you say they're completely real, you're kind of... You can't say, oh, don't worry, they're completely real. It's yeah. kind of... Well, I'm I, not, think I, mean, make, look, I think they're I definitely saying, thought it was possible. Okay. I thought it was okay. possible. So that's the thing. I, I honestly wasn't that upset that it wasn't real. I, I thought it was hilarious that it wasn't real. But, like, it totally does make it look like this was real. Now, if it was funny or die in the beginning, then this whole thing is ridiculous. And I'm talking just complete bullshit. But, like, they're literally like Tony Hawk's, like, talking about how it rode. So you're like, okay, it's Tony Hawk. And, you know, you're like, okay, there's no strings. There's no ropes, right? Uh, right. So at the beginning, because you're thinking, you're like, oh, my God, this is real. No, they, they didn't just make a real hoverboard. Like, this didn't just happen. And, then, they, and if, then a whole bunch of other people come in. Moby's in it, which kind of was kind of like, eh, they didn't really have that much eh, more credibility. They get anyone else. I know. Um, but it's like he has his own custom one. Then they do this thing where, like, they rise yeah, they're doing some camera stuff where you don't but see them. But they're not them, doing too much. We're seeing more talking heads than we're seeing hoverboard. That's kind of right. concerning. Terrell and Owens is Terrell in this. Owens. I know. Now, this, that, that one kind of looks like he's on a rope. Yeah, that was... Uh, I, didn't I think because Terrell's just a big dude. He's a great actor, too. Yeah. But he's, uh, he's terrible at acting on a hoverboard. Schoolboy Q. That one was all right. But you can kind of tell on him too. Yeah, yeah. These are so these aren't so entirely like when, believable, right? That one wasn't bad. When she's holding um, it, it looks real. When she's just holding it like that in her right, arms, yeah, right, it looks real. And then you've got this guy, which honestly, it just goes to show you more about the racism of the world that it's definitely just a thing. Like everyone's just like, oh, he's Asian, so he, he must be real. He was the engineer, right? He probably yeah, he built this thing <laughs> on his own. The, the, he had the to internet looked into who he was. That's how deep this went. The internet searched to find who that guy was. He didn't have the credentials that he was portraying. Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not buying this. I wish I and could. And then, you know, they do the whole thing where they got, doc, they got Dr. Emmett Brown. There, he's well, there. He's very, he's very, very busy nowadays. He has a packed schedule. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we were saying he doesn't look very well. He actually, in this video, and this is like almost, three, this is two and a half years ago now. Right. He looks just like David Letterman before David Letterman looked like a homeless guy. <laughs> so. Um, Tony Hawk looks the exact same. Yeah, he's looked the same for like 30 years. Time travel. Yeah. So um, I was saying like it was this movie and then after this movie, he did an apology for lying. Oh. <gasps> 
And then funnier. So it was funnier die. And funnier die had to actually come. Look how much worse he looks <laughs> from the second one. This took so much out of him. But it was just crazy H- that hang like. Hang on, no, 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 no. I think this is all. This is all. It's part just of one the comedy. Same, it's all. Yeah, this is all. This isn't an actual apology. No, there's no way. First off, did anyone actually believe the hoverboard? I think that's what this apology was about. No, I think no. There's. I mean, he, yes, this is clearly an apology yeah. for that. But yeah. this is all just part of the gag. Like they knew from the yeah. start that we're gonna make this thing. It's gonna look super fake. They actually, it, it looks, I mean, you know, yeah. if I was like a foot further away, farther yeah. away, farther mm-hmm. away, farther away, I think it's farther. I think it's farther. Foot farther away, farther mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe I'd believe it, but just, you can tell from the, the way that they are reacting. Yeah. Like if that ever happened, you'd just fall off. Like <laughs> you'd immediately fall off. Everyone had amazing. Um, well, it was Terrell Owens. It's true. Terrell Owens looked, looked pretty still, good. But still, who's that schoolboy? I mean, he didn't look school quite, as, yeah, right. quite as nimble on his feet. Yeah. Per se. But everyone got up, which was definitely strange. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it was just weird. It was just weird. Now, what they did with this is fantastic. Because whatever you think about this... Like, I, I just wanted to play devil's advocate on that. I actually love this whole thing. Um, because it spurred a whole bunch of people to actually work on hoverboard technology. Like, it was a perfect use of the... The year it was right before the whole the buzz, right to get the hype up going for Back to the Future twenty fifteen, right, and you know they did they had a great like it was really well received, you know the future was really well received. <laughs> so the catalyst is Christopher Lloyd. It's that when you need something done, Doctor Emmett Brown. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he kind of looks like David Letterman here. Kind of. He does. He does. But yeah, I, I, I see. I always took it as this took a lot out of him, and he's just been looking worse since. But he's just—he's an old guy. I mean, he is know, quite old. He's, he's up there, so. But he looks great. I mean, he's awesome. He's always going to be Doctor Emmett Brown. He was also uh, in one of the Star Treks. He played a, um, a Star Trek movies. He played Did a he Klingon. Really? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I was going to say he had to have been an alien. Yeah, he's an alien. Yeah, no, he was a Klingon bad guy. It was actually—I looked this up on uh, IMDb. Um, he must have had a great agent because, like, he, as soon as he got into movies, he was in movies. Like, uh, the year that came out was the same year. It was, like, around the same time that Back to the Future came out. Um, like, he just had movie after movie after movie. He, do, he did, like, this just crazy, like, I don't even know. I guess I should look well, it up now, right? One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. No. Oh, no, no. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I haven't. Jack... Christopher Lloyd, oh, it's, I mean, it's, it's probably, it has to be like a top 10 American movie all time. I, I've definitely heard of it. I've heard references, but yeah, I've never sat down and watched it. They're all, uh... We could easily do a YouTube series of just, like, you catching me up on movies. That would be good. Yeah. That would be good. And it would it would bring you up to speed on, on movies like One Flew of the Cougar's Nest. Yeah. Dude, you have to see it. Yeah, well, no, we'll definitely see it. Um, okay, so IMDb here. Let's see. Let's go back. So. Okay, so yeah, he's definitely in a whole bunch of stuff. Like, look, so like, but the fact that seventy-five <laughs> to he worked every year from seventy-five. 
There we're up is. to 87, 88, 89, 90, 91, 92, 93. Oh, my God. He's worked every year since... He didn't work in 2000. And then he was back at it in 2001. What a slob. <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> Through 2008... 2012, dude. He's been in some. Dude, yeah, this na- guy now is, this is a getting, work. Yeah, this is impressive, man. Damn. Yeah, and the fact that anyone, when you scroll back up to the top and it shows you like which movies are still in pre-production, mm-hmm. usually if you go to any big actors page, they're gonna have like two movies. Yeah, and even if they're doing more, IMDb is only gonna list like you know maybe one or two projects that they're working on. The mm-hmm. fact that he's what 110. And they have five things that are still, like, not out yet, and they're all coming out next year. That's huge. Yeah. To and, be fair, I haven't heard are... of any of these, and, it's, and <laughs> right. I honestly can't say I'm going to, but there's five, yeah. so good for him. Yeah. Yeah, Going in Style, Boundaries, Lower Bay, and Making a Killing. And two of those, one's completed, two's in post-production, so that's good. I love... How he played himself in the Donald Trump's The Art of the Deal, the movie. <laughs> was he was he in That's the original? Funny. He was in the book then, right? Like as himself. And then when Doc Brown entered the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't say I've seen any of these, but uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, from working from 1975 to now, nonstop, like every every year, multiple times a year. It's crazy. But, yeah, so, welcome to Today in Space. <laughs> I have John back on the show. Welcome back, man. It's been a while, man. It's been a real long time. Do you actually know how long it's been? I don't. But no, it's been... it'd be weird if it's been a year. Uh, I hope not. I don't yeah, think it has, too. but it may be close. Well, we're not going to let it get that far in the future. Um, so, it is, by the time this episode comes out, it will be November 7th, which means the next day. Not November 28th. Okay, so we'll all still definitely, definitely be here on the 7th. Well, I can't guarantee that, but I guess there's no there's no downside for me because if I'm wrong, then whatever. <laughs> We're all in the same boat. Yeah. No, I think we'll still be here. I think, uh, and that's kind of why I want to talk about space politics with you tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about, first, just how crazy everyone has been since, like, the beginning of 2015. <laughs> I thought you were going to say time for a second, but but yeah, 2015, yeah, that works yeah. too. Yeah. Um, it's just really, really, like, I loved the beginning of this whole election cycle because I stayed out of it completely. I was busy doing all my other things, and I made a conscious effort to not give a shit about any of it, and I felt fantastic. I felt really good, and I enjoyed, I relished watching people get emotionally disturbed by someone else's beliefs. It was a lot of fun. Hang on, be more specific. Like, who's, which, so who's getting upset, which beliefs? Okay, like, just so... Give, give me an example. So, what I started noticing was, because I used to be, like, I, I've always been a, uh, like, non-declared. 
don't declare with but a lot of people our yeah, age most and most people in the country are undeclared mm-hmm. um so or undecided as they're calling it because they're trying to make us sound like we can't make commitments but anyways anyways there's no one undecided don't be fooled so what well that's the thing is like growing up like i was definitely i leaned more conservative um you know because of the financial side i really didn't give a crap about the social stuff because i didn't think you could tell any you know someone what to do so that 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 never that never bothered me about you know the thing but so back to the original point the people i'm talking about are people who identify themselves with a cause and it's like okay what do you what do you think about it and like it's like as soon as someone just has a different opinion they literally just can't help themselves but get upset or offended that you don't believe what they believe and i think we've seen a lot of that this year this year and a half really because it's it's been a while it's all been flushed out now it's all out there this is it's out in the open and and we're recording this on thursday so like this is there's going to be so many things that are going to happen from now until the day this comes out that we're not going to even know about like all the stuff's coming out now. Like every day leading up to this, there's going to be more and more bullshit, which is crazy because, like, the way that all the conspiracy theories and people like people always talk about is like, oh, um, you know, they're trying, you know, they're going to try and make it so that no one can run for president <laughs> without being like super clean. And it's like these are the people that are supposed to be super clean, like. <laughs> These are the people you're not supposed to be able to find anything about. And it's like, okay, so if that were true, I mean, I still don't think that's the reason the internet was made. I mean, that's ridiculous. But, but, um, like, it's it's just wild that it's like a double-edged sword now. It's like, yeah, okay, now nobody can run for anything. Because guess what? Everyone's information is Everybody's available. Everybody's fucked. How about poor yeah. Ken Bone? I didn't even look, mm. but I did see some headlines like days mm-hmm. afterwards. And, like some curious asshole hacked Ken Bone and turns out like he was some, you know. But who isn't, right? Everyone has skeletons in their closet. Oh, Everyone's yeah. weird. Was he the guy with the sweater that asked that question? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He was way too popular for a little while, but but it was fine. It was yeah. nice. Yeah. The internet really... Uh, I don't want to say fell in love with him, but fell in interest with him. But just the fact that, like, you can pluck out any one single American and be like, oh, actually, you're fucked up for this long list of reasons. Oh, yeah. And everyone has a huge long list of reasons why they're weird or fucked up or they're Mm -hmm. just wrong on something. Everyone has that. Yeah. And now when you have these two people who are and have been so under the microscope for years, and they've both been doing bad shit for years. Mm -hmm. And now it's all readily available on Wikipedia. Yeah. Mm, it's funny how, although all this information is out there, it's still like no one knows anything. Oh Nobody my knows God. anything. And it's really discouraging. It's, I think it's fantastic. Though. No, no. I because, think it's fantastic. Yeah, but people because have to I, vote, though. Yes, yes. And, and, and you have so, to base your vote on what you think is mm-hmm. in, you know, informed information. Yeah. That was that was super redundant. I'm sorry. I have That's to, okay. I'm gonna take back but one I of know. those words. Just one. I know what you mean. Like, it is today in space's opinion that if you can vote, you should vote. 
Like, I don't care if you vote for yourself. I don't care if you vote for Cthulhu. Like, I really don't care. Just vote for someone. Like, use it. Because that's my whole thing with, with the last election and this election is, like, who knows how long our freedom is going to last. And if we don't use it, if we don't try and fight for it, it's definitely gone. You lose it. Yeah, it's you definitely it. gone. You know, I liked, I heard someone say this. I don't know who it was. But um, it's you deserve the rights that you fight for. Or no, no, you you only have the rights that you fight for. I like that quote. You don't, yeah, you don't, um, you're not given rights. It's like, no, you have them if you fight for them. That's right. Yeah. It's like, like, that's a great fucking line. And like, so if you believe in freedom or you believe in what America is and the idea that humans are equal, you know, there's no then you should vote. Even if it's a bullshit vote, you're still voting. Like, uh, and I think this has been such a crazy, like, weird time because the internet has given so many people voices. Anyone who wants a voice can get one, can have one, and they can get pretty loud. Um, And I think in a weird human way, like, we react to the loudness don't take into account the actual people that are behind it or how many people are behind it. Because like, there's so many groups on the internet who have found a way to get loud, but they're not a large group. They don't represent a large population. They, they represent a minority of the minority, you know, but they're loud. So we pay attention to that. So we pay attention. And, uh, I think that's totally fixable, but not unless we try. (laughs) Muscles. No. Digital no. muzzles. <laughs> no, we can't start muzzling people. Not until Trump's elected. What? <laughs> Dude, it's so crazy. Dude, even me, like yeah. even me, I feel like this personal, um, you know me, you and I, we, we're brothers, but we don't see eye to eye on just about anything down this alley. No. Which is funny how that works out because this, there's so clearly a split. Yeah. But it's like, but it's not here. Right. It's supposed to be, right? Even I'm wearing blue, you're wearing red. Just That's funny how that works out. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, there's clearly, there's no actual split here. Yeah. It's the same idea as um, um, the Civil War, right? And, and I really do not think this is going to reach Civil War no. status. People who are people writing are about it would like to, to get that far. But think about, like, the people who lived, uh, like, on the border states, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, even if the exact border isn't the state's borders, there's right. going to be a point where the north and the south are kind of just like in this melting pot. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they don't see eye to eye, but they're not killing each other over it. Right. The problem is, is that there are these two huge divided camps, mm-hmm. and they're not looking at the middle. They're only looking back at themselves, or they're looking at the other group from this huge like this lens that's so far away and they're looking at them like this exotic, like we can't train these people the way that we need them right. to think. Right. Right. We can't bring them over here. And it's like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. We all need to look to fill this void that we've now formed in the middle. But that's too complicated. So everyone mm-hmm. just turns back and then just like, Nope, you don't <laughs> like it. You go to Siberia. Yeah. Are we sending people to Siberia now? Well, once Trump's elected. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, man. It's, 
It's pretty crazy. I mean, I, for me, like it, college definitely um, changed a lot of my perspective. Not because it was college or went to find myself or anything like that. Nothing like that. You escaped a small pocket. Yeah, I I met a bunch of people. Like I went to a technical school, an engineering school. So obviously, I had people around me that are from all over the planet. So I got to meet a whole bunch of different people with a whole bunch of different ideas. Um, and I listened to those people. And if I liked them, I wanted to know more about what they thought, you know, and I'm going to listen to what they have to say. Some of the things, yeah, it's bullshit. It's like, okay, whatever. That's your weird thing. Um, but some things you're like, okay, yeah, I never thought of that. You know, you get some perspectives, you know, and that's, what you just need to do. That's just, uh, you don't have to, you don't have to, but don't force your beliefs on anybody else. You know, it's like, if you want to be closed minded, be closed minded. You have the goddamn freedom to do that, but don't try and push it on anybody else. That's my whole thing. But the problem is, is that there are a lot of people who, Mm -hmm. who, you know, if, if we call them closed minded, you know, it, We'll use that term, but it's not like there's just one closed-minded person and they're all alone in this world and they need to con- – no, there's, there are like pretty big pockets of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the internet brought a lot of those people together. Think about the amount of people that never – like pe- like it's going to be weird when we're like old men and we're talking about like when the internet began and like we're talking about like what humans used to be like before the internet <laughs> Because, like, there was, like, just a lot of people that... There was, like, clearly, like, people that were um, vocal and, like, talked and, like, extroverts. And then there were introverts. And there was a pretty, like... It was pretty, like, red and blue. It was, like... It was, like, there are extroverts and there are introverts. Like, there was kind of some middle people. But for the mo- but that was just, like, hey, you're just a normal person. You know? And then there was the extremes. Um, but now, it's, it's such a wide wide range and I think like a lot of people that would have never like had a voice or felt like they could ever be vocal uh the internet helped do that at least showed them a bunch of people that uh that are like them even if it's not a lot it's kind of a big deal so I don't know what my point was about that the internet has not in the same way that it's provided a voice it has not provided proper grammar if if people who had a loud voice now also use just grammar and and I don't do you have do you have crazy uncle I've got oh, a crazy sure. uncle he's not listening right now don't worry <laughs> uh I love him to death but I do lose a little bit of respect each time I see three sentences that are magically one <laughs> there are no uppercase letters yeah there are lots of lowercase letters mm-hmm. most of them are in the correct order um, there may be some dots or commas or other you know, punctuation marks, mm-hmm. exclamation points. Never any question marks, though. Nothing's ever in question. Mm. No, it's always like five exclamation points or just caps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, or it's no. true. It's, it's, and that's, you know, I remember when, when this whole election thing started and like I had stayed away from it. Like I was kind of doing that as like an experiment. Like, I really was. I was, uh, I didn't do it on purpose. I found myself there and I was like, Ooh, this will be really fun. Uh, and like, we were going to do like a whole bunch of 
like I, we'd plan like a whole bunch of little political like skits and like this and that we were going to do like make fun of stuff um but uh it didn't happen and I just kind of stayed away from it for a while right um and it was really funny just watch like seeing like like you like you and I try and do a good job of this like we kind of try to stay on the outside of it not get sucked into like this is what the you name should think. Calling. Yeah, the name and, and, calling. And not to boil it down just to that, but, yeah. but that That's theme. What it that is. theme. That's what it is. My Wrong. team's better than your team. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Puppet. Oh, my God. But he's got some great one-liners. That's the thing that kills me about that guy. Sometimes he he just says something. You're just like, oh, my God. That's fucking hilarious. Damn, I wish he could really be present. That would be <laughs> so funny. That the would be so you're like, funny. Man, this could be really funny for four years, you know? And that's, okay, so it's, I really do think, we talked about this before the show. I think you said it perfectly, like, almost all of it is in our imagination. As far as, like, it's all, it's all in our head. Like, we make it way worse than it actually is. Yeah, it makes yeah. it seem careful. crazier than it is. Be careful, because it's not... I know what you mean. Yeah. It's not entirely in our imagination. Mm-hmm. It's not like a, it's not a figment of our of our imagination. But no. right, but right, it is something where it's just a thought, mm-hmm. but it's been just that thought has been fueled mm. by, at the end of the day, the media mm-hmm. and just our own. You know, we're humans after all. We have instinct and fear, and fear is a pretty powerful thing, yeah. and it's a dangerous, dangerous cycle. And now it's come to the point where people are joking like, oh, we're going to be here on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But some people, and I mean, we're going to be here. But but are we, right? I mean, because yeah. I, I think we are. Yeah. I don't know. We probably will be. Probably. But I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's yeah. all, it really is all in everyone's head. The, the fact that like the world is going to shit. Do you really think the world is going to shit? <laughs> you know when the world was going to shit during the have ice turd? age. Where is the turd come the out ice age, the world was going to shit. <laughs> People who were like, "Hey, let's be um, nomadic tribes." Oh wait, there's a big glacier coming. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't do that anymore. Yeah, that's when life was shitty. Yeah, oh, and they didn't have clothes. They had to kill stuff and then wear it. It sucked. Mm-hmm. We have it pretty good now. Hell and and yeah. if you really, if you want to bring the, you know, bring it up for the times, um, would you say that the world was better? Uh, I think, were we speaking of the Cubs earlier? Yeah, Cubs. Yeah. Was the world really better in 1908? Like, that's the theme, right? America's a piece of shit. Right. We need to fix it. Yeah. When did this shit, it's like, listen, what the fuck? We live in the greatest time right now mm-hmm. more people are educated more people are healthy yep. people are living longer people know more mm-hmm. people have greater opportunity yeah but we're all going to hell and right. and we're going there on a fucking freight train yep that's being flown by doc brown and we haven't even lit the third stage rocket yet like <laughs> <laughs> like yeah no i i i know exactly what you mean it's uh, it's sexy to talk about the world coming to an end. Oh, yeah. Right? Why do you think every year since the Mayan calendar didn't work, there's some other... It's like, get over it. The world is not ending. You're not going to be that lucky. <laughs> you and I might come to an end. The world's still going <laughs> to yeah, be here, no, though. Yeah, 
get over yourself. Like, how much more privileged do you have to be that you think that, like, like the whole cute thing was that, uh, that bumper sticker, like, uh, Giant Meteor 2016. Like, oh, it's yeah. funny. It's a laugh. I get it. But That's the people that take it almost seriously, like, oh, yeah, there definitely should be a meter. It's like... It's okay, like, how about we like, make it land on your house? It's like, okay, listen, listen. Relax with your privilege, all right? That's first world privilege to a T. You don't think the rest of the fucking world has their own shit going on? America's not the world, and it's definitely not the goddamn universe. You know? You're right, but we could be a great role model. We could be. And but we, we got to stop shitting on ourselves and say, oh, America sucks, America sucks. Everyone that says that, what have you done to make it better? Very true. Calling it uh, a sucky place does not make it better. I don't know what fucked up world you live in that you think that helps. It, it's good to get people's attention. But guess what? You got everyone's attention now. So switch the tactic up and, and do something that's good. Do something with your life or just with your day. Just do one stupid little good thing a day. And if everyone does that, the world will be ten times better tomorrow. To complete the conversation, the mm-hmm. world is going to go to shit. It mm-hmm. really is going to go to shit. That's not why for, Elon Musk is going to bring us to Mars. <laughs> not for all of us, mm-hmm. but and, and it won't be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Probably be next week. But no, it'll, it'll be too gradual to really measure. But the world is going to go to shit mm-hmm. because chaos theory, right? Chaos theory. Oh, yeah, no. If, yes, eventually, yes. It, everything, you know, it will deteriorate on itself. And if it doesn't deteriorate itself, um, I, or if I, it, it's able to redo itself, you know, the sun will eventually explode. Sorry, you know? hang on, hang on, hang on. Keep it within like the 2000s. Okay. So I'm just like so I society. Like, so I like the depiction of Interstellar. I think Interstellar does what's really happening to the planet well, where it's clearly a long time in the future. It could still be the late 2000s. It could be the, the latter half of the 2000s where like um, humans are the, still the same. They still have the same stuff. But not they as have to healthy. deal like they deal with dust storms and having to turn their plates over. Like that's just regular. You know what I mean? And like baseball games are happening and then all of a sudden there's a dust storm that's literally covering like almost like completely above you. So like that whole dome shape of like a sandstorm is coming towards you. And now everything stops. <laughs> everything is done because there's a sandstorm. And they're like, yep, that's what the world is like now. It's like, oh, my God. Like, did you realize that that's a problem? Like, why aren't you working on it? You know what I mean? And I thought that was a great way to show, like, why not focusing on how to make sure the planet stays good. Like, take the the global warming thing out because it's emotional and nobody makes any sense anymore. Not, not even the people with the science make any sense anymore. Because they've reduced themselves to childs to name play, to say, well, you're stupid if you don't believe in... It's like, stop doing that. You're not going to get those people that we need to listen to listen by calling them stupid. It's like, what kind of a child are you? What kind of a child is it that you've gotten to that point where you're like, nobody believes me. And they're like hands on their hips and like If I have to defend them, I... Well, I was about to say, they're they're simply frustrated, but at... It wouldn't be. Then you have to take a different approach if what you're doing isn't working. Didn't Einstein say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over again and expecting different results? He did say that. Yeah. So 
that's what we need to do with climate change shit and and making sure that the planet stays healthy, stays at a level. Like that's what I think we should be focused on is what is the level that the earth runs at its best efficiency and figure out a way to make it stay there. But the problem is, is that that doesn't necessarily line up with humanity and let alone America's efficiency. It's not necessarily efficient for America to babysit the rest of the world to make sure that they're on their shit about mm-hmm. not pumping fumes into the I atmosphere. agree. I agree so, because so if you look at it. that's not making us right. money. And it's, it's really not making – it's probably making some other developing countries. You know, right. it's, it's saving them money. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if every quarter you're talking about how much money you're losing and you need to cut, 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 you're going to cut there. You're going to yeah. cut in beyond your own border spending first. And at the end of the day, it makes sense. Right. But only because we live in the year 2000 right now, and that makes sense to us right now. But mm-hmm. there will come a time when there are giant dust storms, potentially, or maybe giant tidal waves. And that, oh, that, that would be was shitty. the coolest that scene would be ever, super though. shitty. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be awful. See, now, if the climate change people said, hey, watch out, there's a, <laughs> literally a giant tidal wave coming, 2100, <laughs> if you don't do it, it's coming. It's they tried that with, 20, uh, with uh, the day after tomorrow. Ah, fear uh, is such a good motivator. Though. Why aren't the climate change people better at their jobs? It's the know. ultimate fear. You're all going to bake know. to death. They could use so many, you know, like there are so many. Some um, do, some do. And, and the problem is, is they don't, they don't ever go far enough. They don't ever go far enough with their threats. Language. They and, like, only the, the go as far, like they use half truths. It's like, okay. You can't use a half-truth because we're going to – as a scientist, you can't use a half-truth because you're going to get ripped apart for it, you know? Um, yeah, that's just great. So here's – I had this thought the other day. Um, here's my thought on the climate change because I heard Bill and I talk about it. I don't know if I already talked about this on the show, but I'm saying it again. But it's Bill and I, so it's worth mentioning again. It's worth mentioning. So Bill and I went on the internet and talked about how – you know, we need we need to start talking about climate change and blah blah blah. And you know, he's a good message out there. I mean, we all grew up on him. Our generation grew up on him. Um, he's a cool dude. Um, now that I've gotten into this thing, I, I do have some qualms with some things. Like I would do them differently, but you know, whatever. It's not my life. It's Bill Nye. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, so. He was talking about, oh, well, well, no one wants to talk about taxes. But, and then he was talking about, well, if we tax, um, do a carbon tax, then the money from that, you know, will uh, hopefully detract people from wanting to use it and then push them towards, you know, alternative energies. But here's the problem with that. That's not, if you're really trying to make a change. Then just make it then make illegal. it no well, well maybe make not it easier for make it an incentive to change where people use energy say give them tax cuts that it doesn't cost you anything you give them tax cuts you increase like people will want to go and get out because it will be cheaper than gasoline here's the problem gasoline is cheap as fuck we have too much of it and it's not going away so you can't compete with it. You can't try and make that more expensive and not affect the price of solar and water and wind and all those other technologies. You need to make those accessible. 
because think about the other people in the world. Like that, that's a privileged thought that like having alternative energy right now is a privilege. It is not the fact something that countries have energy in general is something to be gracious for. Right. Right. And to think that you're just going to make it expensive for people to get the cheapest fuel source doesn't make any sense. That's not going to drive change. So if we want to put our money where our mouth is, and if we really give a shit about changing the way the world works, give people the, the, the opportunity to get other things. Put money into the research. Whatever tax you're doing on, on gas, do both. Do both. Do a tax on carbon. Put that money towards research and development of these other technologies for grants for small companies to go out there and develop these new products and any companies that are out doing that or using solar, you give them a sub, you, you give them a tax break and you, you, you make people want to get into it. You cut some of the cost off. People don't like everything he did, but Reagan did do that. And it worked really well for the market. Like alternative energy got a boost because he cut the taxes. He gave tax breaks for people getting into it. And it worked. The industry boomed for a while there. But, you know, there was a cutoff date. I get that. You know, the government's got to make their money. I get that. You know, a lot of people don't like to think of it that way. But, um, oh, and here's another thing. Government money is taxpayer money. It's not like its own revenue. I think people get fucked up by that. Like. Wait, really? No, I mean, I mean wait, really? Like, people get fucked up by that? I thought that yeah, was Yeah, no, like, people think, oh, it's, but it's. It's government revenue. No, that's that's taxpayer money. That's, They're not making it themselves. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand how someone could make it this far and, and not realize <coughs> what the point of taxes is. That that is the point. I just don't think they ever th- think about it, and I think that's the problem with well, a lot of the people. But what are they dishing out their money for? Why aren't they asking about where their money's going? Dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. People are crazy nowadays. Yep. People just they're just they always so have been in line. They always have been, and we're we are brutally aware of it. Finally, I think that's what's happened the last since like two thousand eight. Like we've slowly become more brutally aware of just where the human race is, and I think people are shocked because that's not what they thought human beings were like. And they always knew someone, right? Who oh, he's. He's a little but off it was like the a, edge, a but... legend or like, you know, a time gone past that we don't do that anymore. Or we live in the modern world, you know, and it's like we didn't move that fast. We really, really <laughs> haven't changed all that much in the past couple yeah. hundred years. Like, OK, yeah. laws have changed and they prevent us from, you know, owning people mm-hmm. or you name it. Everything's changed. Yeah. But humans really haven't changed at all. Do you want a beer? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what are you offering up? Uh, I think I got Coronas right now. I will absolutely take a Corona. I think it was just uh, Cinco de Mayo, so, uh, oh no, actually no, it was Dia de Muerto, right? (laughs) Yes. I always get my Mexican holidays confused. That's right, you got it on the second try, that's pretty good. (laughs) Thank you very much. Now, this isn't a Corona that just rolled down the street, uh, was then picked up by someone transported somewhere else then it falls out of their bag have you seen this ad this corona ad where someone picks up uh you know they have their corona can it slips away and it's a cute little commercial it shows the story of how the corona can finds its beach but yeah at the end of the day it's been like 
down a sewer. It's been spinning around. Someone probably stepped on it at one point. It's just this nasty idea. And then someone goes and drinks it. That's kind of gross. That was their advertisement, really? Oh, yeah. Even it's, uh, it's advertising the Corona can. You know, like a, like a bottle couldn't really navigate its way through the city like that. That's strange. A can can. Why, because the glass would break? Is that what it was? No, it's because it's a can. It can roll around. I guess so. This thing would just, it would be all off balance. Mm. Here we go. Cheers. Uh, to space. Yes, to space. So let's, uh, let's move this towards uh, space politics, which is part of the reason we're here to talk. Wow, 40 minutes in already. Jesus. And we haven't killed each other. No. This is amazing what happens when you just let someone else believe what they want to believe. <laughs> Hogwash. Okay, so you sent me a pretty interesting article. Um, I think it was last week. It kind of went over. It was some. I don't remember what space site it was. Um, no, it was just Forbes. It wasn't. The space oh, was site. it Forbes? Yeah. yeah. Um, must have been the space writer or something. Um, so, anyways, he was talking about. He reached out to both uh, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, or at least his teams. Um, their her teams, and um, you know, tried to pick up you know what what their their policies were. He on space. both basically gave them. I think it was a he. I'm not sure who wrote the article, but I think it was a he. Said they both have a failing grade. That you know, this really yeah. is a pick your poison. Mm-hmm. Both of these people are not necessarily diplomats to space, and that's okay. We don't we don't necessarily need one right now at this very moment. Mm-hmm. We have much bigger fish to fry. Um, but they are going to sort of set the stage for the next, you know, whether you want to focus on the Supreme Court or just the ideology of America in general. Oh, yeah. And it's, you know, do we want to focus all of our attention here, which, you know, you can make a really good argument that we should only focus on ourselves. We're going to be great. Or it's this, you know really broad and unclear. Yeah. And that's the problem. It is unclear. But this great beyond, and I'm not talking in space, I'm talking about in society where you need people that do not see eye to eye Mm -hmm. to really get down and cooperate because things like space exploration don't really work if you're just an individual country yeah I'll, I'll give you an example i was just reading this article today um you'll you might see uh, i've definitely posted it before but um you might see talks about uh a cis lunar space station so a space station by the moon um that would be built over the next few years it's been this um this conversation for a few years now from different uh countries agencies uh, it was America, uh, Canada, European Space Agency, uh, the Japanese Space Agency, and Russia. Um, I don't know if China was involved. Um, but they were all talking, they've been talking for years, trying to come up with basically a, like a, like the first draft of what this station will be like. They did the same thing, I think, for the International Space Station because it was a uh, multi-nation partnership. I've never heard of this before. This sounds fucking awesome. Why haven't I heard about this? Uh, Because just, I don't know. There's too much name-calling. 
going on. There's, that's, there's that's a lot. What, there is a lot of name calling in in the, those kind of industries because they're countries. So like it like nationalities can clash. You know what I mean? So like yeah, it's it's weird, but. So it's a closed door meeting. So, you know, obviously we don't know the details in those meetings, but basically they, they haven't been agreeing on stuff. And it's also hard to agree on stuff because geopolitically, um, it all depends on how our nations are working with each other, you know? So obviously the space race started off when we had two nations who were completely against each other. Um, and then, it became in this new future, post Cold War. Um, it became this multinational partnership, you know, crazy thing. And so they finally just put together some kind of plan where basically they're going to be using the space launch system that NASA's been designing um, with the Orion capsule. And that's going to help bring a lot of the equipment up there in the beginning. Um, Canada's going to supply a robotic arm like they did with Canada Arm 2, that helped basically reassemble the entire um, International Space Station in the first place. And then it's it's helped grab capsules, bring them in, bring um, like spacecraft with, with humans on there and, and dock them and stuff like that. So Canada, even though it's a small like uh, thing that it's they supply, small, it is a small a, player, but it they is make a, a huge impact. impact. Huge impact. Their robotics is amazing. Um and the European Space Agency is going to supply uh, an electric impulse engine, and so is the United States. Um, so that's going to allow them to like position themselves and um, and get themselves to you know certain orbits and things like that. Maneuverability. Um, then Russia is going to be supplying uh, an airlock potentially um, for you know people to go on EVAs, go outside the the spacecraft and things like that. Uh, that's going to be filled with a whole bunch of supplies. Um, and the Japanese Aerospace Agency is going to be supplying a, a closed-loop system. So we won't have to bring as many supplies, like the water. You bring a certain amount of water, and that's going to keep being run through. Oh, it's going to get filtered and stuff like that. Very cool. Yeah, so, so that's going to reduce the amount of supplies that we're going to need to bring each time, which, of course, is huge help because the moon is a little, is really far away. Like, it's not close. Um, so I'm just, and I'm totally naive. Mm-hmm. If you're a, a your average spacecraft in the year 2016, how long does it take to get to the moon? Uh, oh, well, like a couple of days, right? We're talking like three or four days? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, a, that's especially that if you're planning on doing something at the moon. If you're If you're just planning on going... Like around the moon, then you could probably do that whole mission in a day, I think. Really? Hmm. Let's let's look this up. Let's look this up. Where is the moon? <laughs> How fast can we get to the moon? Well, thirty-nine thousand kilometers per hour. I, I I think that's the. That must be the velocity, right? Uh, so Apollo took astronauts about two and a half days to get to the moon. And they traveled at 39,000 kilometers per hour or 24,000 miles per hour. So that's pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but two and a half days. So they got to the moon two and a half days. Yes, okay. 
I mean, like, that's I mean, a good time. It, like, it you, is, you can, okay, you can so build, like, a pretty efficient schedule around the idea that it's only going to take you, like, two or three days to get to the moon. Let's be scientifically accurate Like, here people are really dumb. This whole Mars thing. People can't wrap their head around that right now, necessarily, because of how far away. It's a lifetime away. How are we going to send anyone <laughs> there? It's going to take us a life. But it's, it's, what, like, six or eight months or something like that? SpaceX hinted that they could do it in a few months. Yeah, we'll see. What is it right now? It's like it's a couple. Is it like a year? It's a nine month journey. Okay. To you know, basically, I mean, you could do it shorter. Russia claimed they could do it in what did they say? Eighty days, they could get to Mars. I don't think that meant like they had a mission there, but like they could get to Mars in 80 days, which they could. They'd be going probably just super fucking fast. Did they say whether or not they're going to reach the surface or not? Because that is the, the hard part. We got to That's Mars. True. That's true. Not going to land there. We're just going to look at it from mm-hmm. up here. So, here, I'll, I'll pull up a picture of that. So, distance to the moon is 238,900 miles. So, and that, that, that distance, that perspective is not shown very well in, like, any depiction of it whenever you see it. it it's it's really like it's a long way away and because you're looking at nothingness like emptiness when you're looking at like the two separated from each other like you see oh uh, a shot from the moon to the earth you know and then the other way around like you're like oh, okay i mean that's it's right big there. It's, it's right, right there, there. It's i could grab it with far. a lasso yeah it's far man um new Cis lunar. Yeah, when you think about it, the uh, station. They're called the Earthrise. It's Earthrise, right? What's the what are the pictures from the moon called? I think yeah. it's Earthrise. Earthrise. Yeah, it makes it look like the Earth is just like, oh my God, it's right there. It's like yeah. I could just touch it. So here's what that new station is gonna look like. So that's Orion, right here. Very cool. Um, that's the Canadarm. So this thing, so this is happening. So these plans are like, so in, in most space plans, there's always like a conceptual phase where it's like, this is what we think is going to happen. And so what they're, what this plan is supposed to be is supposed to be a plan that survives nations fighting with each other, survives budget changes, survives, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's supposed to be a plan that's going out to the 2030s. So they need to pick systems that they believe will be around still. So historically, obviously, they're going with NASA because <clears throat> their plans have they've been there. They've done that. So... Let's use their Orion system. They've been that's their new system. And then, you know, we're kind of baking it on the space launch system too, but the Orion capsule is separate from the space launch system. Like the Orion capsule, let's just say, let's just say hypothetically, the space launch system doesn't happen. It ends up like a few other projects because neither candidate right now, neither major candidate, um is like pro any plan that we're doing right now. Like, although Hillary Clinton has definitely not said what her her policy is, some of her aides, especially uh, the scientific aide for Bill Clinton, he was the like the science head aide, or I'm not sure what the name was, the title. 
Um, but he's said that the stance is that, um, you know, that we should go back to the moon, we should do this, which means that we're going to then, like, NASA is focused on going to Mars right now. Like, that's their entire focus. That's where all of the funding is going. All of the jobs are based off of that. Orion probably hire, like creates so many jobs. The space launch system creates so many jobs. And the missions that are being planned right now that people are like literally in the middle of working on are all banking on the fact that we're going to Mars. Like NASA has planned. It's in their budget. They're going. That doesn't mean they're going to keep going that way. So either candidate, any candidate, could just like um, what you know Bush put in place, the Constellation Program, W. He put in the Constellation Program. It was to go back to the moon. It wasn't really to go back to the moon. It was kind of to land a few things, like kind of, but it wasn't a great program. So it didn't have too many legs. Plus, Obama said, nope, we're not doing that. We're going to Mars, bitch. Um, and like, kind of put it out there that like, we're going for it. You know, like he really loves the space program. Like, say what you will about uh, Barack Obama for the space program. He's done amazing things. Um, if it wasn't him in the Oval Office the last mm-hmm. eight years, just think about if you were to tell me eight years ago, hey, the idea of Mars, like the concept of actually going to Mars would mm-hmm. have been devised. And is it close? No. But now there's a clear path. It's not an easy path. But yeah. now there is a path. Like, that wasn't there eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's a lot of factors that go into that. I mean, I think one of the one of the major factors is one of the topics we talk about a lot on this show, which is SpaceX and Elon Musk. Like, part of the inception of SpaceX was because NASA didn't have a solid plan to go to Mars. Because he, I think rightfully so, thinks that we need to start looking at Mars as a viable option to start spreading the human seed around the universe so we don't have to wait for us to find out that an asteroid is coming, which I found out, I don't know if it's 100% true, but I saw it on the internet today, so it must be true, that uh, NASA's new asteroid detection system can tell us if there's an asteroid that's going to hit us within five days, which is not good enough. Oh, good. good <laughs> which good, is good. not good enough. That's just enough time to get to Mars. We need to increase our space spending so that becomes like four. 15 years at least. But hang on, can't they, like, don't they have a pretty good idea of most of our neighboring asteroids? I mean, not not to put a pin on that, but but don't they have, like, uh, I recall within the last couple years, isn't there, like, a very slim chance in, like, the 2030s or something? Like, there's always a very slim chance that some asteroid will hit us. They usually never do. Sure. But but um, they're constantly tracking these things like years out, aren't they? The mission Osiris Rex that's out at the uh the asteroid Banu. What an awesome name. Yeah. It's awesome. The the patch for it's awesome In too. Because it has an actual T Rex. Awesome. It has an actual T Rex on the mission patch. It's awesome. It's, I, I need to get one. It was sold out when I tried to get it. Um But um so Osiris Rex is going to uh this asteroid Banu. It's going to, like, 3D map the whole asteroid, which we're going to 3D print. So that's going to be awesome. Because uh, if they don't make that a 3D printable model, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um, but anyways, um, it's also going to collect soil from the surface. It's going to, like, blow, it's going to put this, like, arm down, and then it's going to put, like, a 
like a cap on the surface. It's going to blow nitrogen. That's going to blow the dust through its own filters. And then whatever it filters in, it's going to bring back to Earth. Mm. So uh, it'll fill up like, I think it was something like three teaspoons of soil. Like That's all they're bringing back. Um, and that's going to be loaded and the capsule is going to land back on Earth. Um, but this asteroid is also potentially going to hit us in the 2200s. So we're going to like find out like the heat signatures, like where it's expanding, where it's contracting, where's the thrust vector, like does the thrust vector change so that we can guess, okay, um, what's the trajectory of this really going to be? And it's on course to be close to us. So it's like, we may be able to know if this thing might hit us. So it's pretty fucking crazy. It's a really, really ridiculous mission. Um, Asteroid Bennu is uh, supposedly from like the early, it has the ingredients of like the early solar system, like untouched from what we can tell. So like, we're going to get a really great idea if it is what we think it is of what the early solar system had in it. So that way we can look for that somewhere else. Because if life is based off of how we were created, then we may be able to find life somewhere else if you look for these things. You had me at thrust. That was some interesting shit. <laughs> I never thought of measuring the way that things are traveling just by by the slightest nuances like that. Yeah. Like, oh, like if we can figure out it's where... Wild. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Why isn't this more popular? Like, why are because we still- I don't think that it's reached. So there's been certain, I think it depends on the individual. I think it's, it's just part of the human thing. And Anyone can relate to there's an asteroid coming. Yeah. Run. I think it's also because when you become that smart and you, you get so smart into these things, you, you start to like become this like different type of being like you focus on just like the details and, and, but you, so you don't, you don't become a good storyteller or you don't like, um, try to fit it in other, other words because you're only surrounded by people who are just as smart as you are working on just as crazy shit. So you have to have a certain language when you talk about things because you get things done faster and it's easier to understand if you have your own language because then your whole team's working faster and better um, and I think the people that are the smartest like that are just always working on the stuff. So, so they don't ever have a chance to work on, cause they're so busy, how to talk and make people interested because they're already in it. It's not their responsibility to no. know. It's not on them. I, why aren't people are so concerned with, you know, the topical, you know, all these, these Terrible, terrible things that are happening mm-hmm. around the globe. And there are plenty of terrible things. Um, and, and you certainly can't deny that and not to undermine any of them. But there is one thing that will trump all of them. And it's not Trump. It is, <laughs> you know, an asteroid or more yeah. gradually, you know, I don't want to go back to climate change. But there are things that are so out of our control mm-hmm. that could be. Yeah. Well, I... Don't people want to be in control? Isn't that like one of the greatest human instincts is to have control of your environment? Mm-hmm. We've already done it. Like, like that's why we have cities. 
That's why we have cell phones. That's why we have the internet. Like we've taken control of our reality, essentially. You know, not under our control, but we've we we have some control over it. We've we can manipulate we've it. Really, really <laughs> fooled ourselves. <laughs> yes. To think that we are in control. Mm-hmm. We've done a really, really good job, and we're on a yeah. really good streak of nothing really, really shitty happening. Yeah. Like, if an asteroid came I mean, tomorrow, we, it's right. not going to on come. On that level, but, sure. But when it does, I mean, I mean, as, as a human race, we've had that happen, but it's always, I've talked about it before, but I hope we can, like, with the internet and with things, just people being more connected than they ever have been before, um... And the world being in a better place than it ever has been before, like humanitarianly, um, like people aren't chopping each, all, everyone's heads off. Like there aren't giant wars with just blood everywhere. There are some places that it happens, but like we're not talking like entire continents at war. It's total war. Yeah, it's just not as widespread. Yeah, like the world wars or any major war. It's not until so many people die and then one team finally wins that everyone finally just like, okay, we got to stop this. You know, this is fucked up, you know. Um, Like we saw this with the shootings. We saw this with 9-11. You know, like for a short time afterwards and even during that instant, everyone finally realizes we're all human beings. Common enemy. Yeah. All those times. Yeah. Whether it's, well, you know, yeah, we're all human beings, mm-hmm. except for those bad guys. Mm-hmm. They're not with us. Mm-hmm. Same with the, sh- and, and not like we're, we're unified against, uh, you know, these lone wolf shooters. Mm-hmm. And we really do need an asteroid, right? <laughs> Common enemy. That's, that's public enemy number one, for sure. Um, so, so the question is, how do you... Like, I guess for global warming, climate change people, like, like, I think they tried to make the common enemy the oil companies, but that shit just doesn't work in that, in that way because everyone uses oil. Everyone uses gasoline. Like, like that shit is valuable. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and so unless you produce a better alternative it's not going to happen. And so like with the whole climate change thing, the one thing I don't like, and it's actually historically for human beings, a good thing that they did say this, but the fact that the global, you know, global climate committee, whoever the fuck meets together and decides this is what we're doing, or this is what the research shows. Can we reduce it? They're the ones that I think came up with that 400 something parts per million, um, for the CO2 levels. Uh, if if they oh, I just totally lost my thought. God damn it. Where was I? You were talking about parts per million. Uh yeah, so that you're talking oh, about. Oh, so they said thank you. So that committee said that there's we've we've reached the point where we can't or we don't think however they said it, um I took it as uh we don't believe that we can fix global warming anymore. Now, that's me paraphrasing it, but that's the message that they gave me as a fellow scientist, someone who's looking for something to do as an individual 
Give me that's my whole said, that's my whole argument. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're fucking. Give anyways. me something to do. Give me a directive. Give me a plan, and tell me what I can do as an individual. Now, Bill Nye in that video did give some advice towards that, so I'll give him credit there. I don't think it's the right advice, but it it should be Bill Nye though. It's it topical. Be these random committees. It should be the president. So he said, "How you can change that? Go out to vote." Vote for people who who are actually looking to change climate, you know. So it's like, okay, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, that makes me feel a little bit better. But that doesn't that doesn't mean they're going to do anything because then we're then then that's assuming that we believe that politicians are going to get things done. And I don't know about you, but I don't I don't believe back to the definition of insanity. Yeah, (laughs) it's that's one hundred percent true. So. It's it's interesting. I, I think that was a really crazy tangent. Um, why don't we have a space elevator? Like, why isn't that a really thing difficult? Yet? So I don't know the hundred percent thing, but but that's I I know so it's really difficult. But I feel like here's there's here's a the lot physical of money restraint. To be made. Yes. Jobs, isn't that and what there is money being? About? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and, and and bringing an economy into space and having large amounts of people working in space. Opens up every single job opportunity that's on the planet in space. There could be tens of thousands more McDonald's yes. in space. Yes. Why aren't they exploring this? Dude, they could have total brand, like, just redo the brand and have a space theme to it. Now, you could just okay. etch the Starbucks logo permanently into <laughs> Jupiter like you would on the top of a Frappuccino. Think about the advertising there. Dude, there's so much. Here's, here's the one that could happen very easily, but it's going to suck if it does. Is billboard broadcasting on the surface of the moon? <laughs> How do you regulate that? See, this is where this is I why you to need get big to. government. This is, and this is <laughs> you and I. This is the one thing that I think we'll never agree on. But but this is why big government. Nope, stomp that out. Someone needs to. Um, see, I don't. Th- see, I think the people can do that. Do I think the people right now will do that? No. But people in the form of government. Ah, yeah, politicians suck. I just have but, a, but we yes, pick the yes. politicians. As long well, as we're picking the right people, but we got to stop picking politicians. Done. We need to start picking people to be politicians. Yes, yes, that's the problem. The we people have who in don't America want to right be now. politicians, yes. they should be the ones who are politicians. It should. The reason the terms are so short is because no one in their right mind wants that to be their career. It's a, supposed to be a civil duty or civic duty. I don't know which one it is. I'm not. I'm but you second said generation duty, American. So it's funny. It's duty. Uh, so, like, you should not be a career politician. Like, it's crazy that that's even a career. Like, I understand you wanting to be um, active in making sure that society and government are doing the right thing. I think that's great. But I don't think that staying in power in some position, like, is, is going to accomplish that. I really don't. We're naive, man. If we had that kind of power, you think you'd so easily give it up? Oh, no, of course not. It's a struggle. But the problem is, is when you're seeking power, then Only you're definitely not going to give it up. seeking power. Right, right. Yeah, if, you're, if your purpose is to seek power, which, let's be honest, that's why a lot of people do try and do what they do. That's why a lot of people search for jobs that have the most amount of money because that to them that means they have more power in their life. But then they're fucking miserable. 
you know, and I, I don't think, you know, power fucking corrupts, man. Even on the tiniest levels, how many of us work or have worked at a job and there's some just middle manager who just, you, everyone knows he should not be a leader. He should not be in charge of people. What he does to people or she does to people, because it's not just guys. Um, although this is definitely a lot more shitty guy managers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, anyways. I'll, I'll second it there. <laughs> anyways, um, a shitty human manager is one of the worst things ever. It really is. And I feel like that's what someone is who wants to be involved in politics or who wants to be a senator or who wants to be the president. Now, that's not everybody. There are some people that are like born leaders. Um, they're just accustomed to it and they're gravitated to it. But the majority of the people going for that position are not those people. Yeah, whether you agree with them or not, everyone in this country is going to miss Barack Obama in about three months because <laughs> whether you love him or hate him, whether you agree with anything he says or not, mm-hmm. he is a leader. He really is a leader. He was a leader in so a much... totally different way. Yeah. How? I have, how so? So Obama was a leader in, like, everyone really at the end of the day, if if you're just looking at him as a human being, right? You're like, man, Barack Obama is a cool dude. Like, I would love to hang out with Barack Obama. I think everyone would, like, if you got the chance to hang out with, with Obama for, like, an hour, I think everyone would do it. That said, if I had an hour to hang out with George W., George W. seems I think like that a would be cool fun dude. as hell. Yeah, <laughs> I would love like, to go shoot guns with George like, W. Hey, you <laughs> fucked up, big bitch. <laughs> but, but still, like... I, Cool guy. Right. Maybe not as, uh, you know, born leader-esque, mm-hmm. but still like someone who, whether you like him or not, you gravitate towards him. Yeah. Uh, it's funny how no one's really, everyone's gravitating away, and that's how they're determining who they're coming up with next week. <laughs> I'm not gravitated towards you. Is gravitated a word? No, but it can be. This hour it will be. Yes. Gravitated. It make, makes sense. Gravitatious. Gravitatious. See, now that would make a good campaign slogan. Gra- <laughs> Jill Stein. Gravitatious. Did she actually get arrested? Oh, at the pipeline? Well, it was for, for graffiti, right? Um, she was she was at some protest. I thought it was involved with the, uh, the Dakota Access Pipeline. Yeah. Um, what's sad though, is that she's running for president and Mm -hmm. you and I don't know if she was arrested. I feel like that would be something that, yeah, we should know that. Yeah. Hey, was that presidential candidate arrested? Well, I don't know. Well, dude, if you look at the ones who, who at least are possible of getting arrested, it's what three out of like five that you'll probably see on a, on a ballot. Like, yeah, there is a fifth. There's like it's like that fifth Beatle thing. There is a fifth candidate. There's all, like yeah, there's a fifth candidate. Gary Johnson's the other. Now, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. That's what I'm voting for. Um, mainly because, um, just hang on before you finish that. Sure. You have said in the podcast earlier mm. you did use the word either when speaking about the candidates. Because just, I'm just trying to connect with with everybody else. Oh, I know, I yeah. know. But it's yeah. so it's so it's um, ingrained. It's it's you're right. It's so yeah. ingrained yeah. that. It's an either or. Mm-hmm. 
You're not, you know, you're picking between the red apples and the green apples. Mm-hmm. There's not a whole, you know, what about the Honeycrisp apples? What about right. the Fujis? And, and, I mean, contextually, I was talking about those two because of the article and because I know their lack of space policy better than I know uh, Gary Johnson's space policy. Um, but I he know wants to get he high. would... <laughs> Uh, but not during uh, his presidency. <laughs> uh, that was a funny interview. By the way, not to just totally shut everyone out. That video you showed me earlier with him. Oh my god, it's hilarious. Oh, so this that- woman, this woman, uh, it's some. It happened like probably Thursday, the third uh, here, November. And uh, oh wait, 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 hang on. That video was from now. I think so. No, no, there's no way. I think no. so. Oh my! When, yeah. you, when you showed me that, I thought that was like when, uh, like at least, or I should say, at earliest, mm-hmm. like before he was known to everyone in the public. No. Oh no, dude! Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah. So hang on for everyone who can't see right now. Gary Johnson, um, uh, presidential candidate, uh, was involved in like a, a very um, libertarian. Casual- he's on all fifty states. He ballots. is. He is. You should vote for him. He's uh, he's casually in a discussion. With um, two women, it's, yeah, and, and it seems as though you don't hear from one, but you hear from. I love the title. Is Gary Johnson doesn't give a shit anymore. This is great. And so this woman is talking about that people have a one in five chance to have a heart attack in the first hour that they smoke marijuana. It's just hilarious. I've never seen any study that says that. And then he fakes a heart a, attack. Oh my goodness! He fakes a heart attack on stage. The woman interviewing is laughing. It's just, it's just like. All right, and yeah. this is this is Hilarious. being televised. This is we're watching a Hilarious. newscast right now. We got a presidential candidate. You know how the news they always have the box next to the anchor's head, and so they got Gary oh, the Johnson. Over the shoulder. Oh, over is the it, shoulder. The, John? John's in 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 the media here. The so OTS, he the head the, uh, box, the, OT, the head box. OTS. There we go. So, so they've got his his like it's like a formal picture. That's a nice OTS. You know? I gotta say. Yeah. And then it's just got a huge pot leaf oh, next to him. Like, <laughs> he would he would just grab that and just run. <laughs> Dude, or, or I gotta say slowly. though, man. See, so here's here's the thing I love about Gary Johnson is he's like he's in his sixties. He's an active dude. The dude he doesn't he honestly he doesn't give a shit. Honestly, he doesn't a act lot. like he's sixty. No, and that's good. Yeah, it's great. It's great to have someone who's not this old bag. Who like honestly, I don't know why we keep voting or why we have been given choices of two people who are really old. Well, no, don't don't be. They're uh, both really old. That, yeah, but yeah, but don't hold them against them. No, I'm not holding it against them. I'm just saying, like, honestly, like, there's 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 a lot that that the human being goes through in being the leader of the country, and I don't think it's responsible for anyone involved, even the people trying to run in that position, to put themselves at that age through that. I don't think it's good, and I would rather have someone who has. Um, life to them to be the leader, you know. I totally understand what you're saying, and it makes perfect sense. I want the candidate who has the most wisdom, and sure, you can be thirty and mm-hmm. be the wisest You've been man or woman yep. in the tribe. Mm-hmm. You can be very wise, but it's more likely that the older person, and, and we in America have just totally thrown away our old people, mm-hmm. right? We've just disposed of them. And sort of all like senior these useless... Citizens. Senior it's great, citizens. It's a great bit by George Carlin. Oh, my goodness. One of his best. 
his soft language. Um, oh. We've disposed of them, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, and and to be fair, lots of them are senile. There is a reason mm. why we have disposed of many of them. We're living a lot longer. But the oldest person at the end of the day is also most likely to be the wisest because they have been through the most. They've seen the most. They've mm-hmm. seen the most different things Mm -hmm. throughout different times so as much as i'd love to see like you know the theo epstein version of the president the young sexy (laughs) 20 something in the oval office yeah but but he wasn't around necessarily for like vietnam or the last time right shit got real crazy so i want someone who's been in the trenches before Mm -hmm. and has gotten blood on their face well, and I think that's why that age restriction in um, it's our constitution, right? It's thirty-five. Yeah, you, you can't be right. under the age of thirty-five, right? Which I think makes sense. And sorry, Arnold, you have to be born in Arnold. America. Arnold, um, I would, I would actually I would, consider, I, I would voting, consider voting for him. like even over Hillary. <laughs> I would, I would at least think about it. I have to see his policies, yeah. but man, he'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it would be amazing. You kidding me? There'd be so many opportunities. Oh, it'd be fantastic. Think about where the writers would be going with those. Oh my oh god! My goodness, SNL would have oh so much fun. No, no, no! I they said the, I said great. the writers. Oh, the writers. Yeah, not the. <laughs> Come on, what are you doing? Uh, uh. Oh man! So why don't we have a space elevator? Okay, so with the space elevator. Because it's so tall and there's so much, like, mass being put on a single point, we start breaking the bounds of, like, physics. Yeah, but can't you build it backwards? Can't you build it so that there's a huge, huge weight in space and you build it from the sky down? Does that make any sense? You could. Here's here's the issue with that. You'd have to. You'd have to build it up to the the atmosphere. That's true. If you did it your way where you completely backwards, just just say we could do it, right? Um, you would have to have boosters at some point mm. preventing it from falling back to the earth because of gravity. So you'd have to have these boosters constantly running, keeping it like at a certain height. So we'd have to build really fast. But we could do it that way. But even still, um, there's the issue of putting... Because like these columns obviously can't be super huge. So they have to have like a certain limit as far as like, like the diameter is going to be. Um, and as far as like physical structures go, like even like building it out of steel at some point, uh, I think the idea is that it'll be so massive on top of one single point that the atomic structure of steel just can't handle it. So it'll crumple at some point just under its own weight. Whatever it's going to be built out of, I I mean, it's so that's where, and I I started coming out or I started reading about it when I first got into college and like, Oh wait. It was the idea of carbon nanotubes. Oh, so, yeah, the nanotubes. Yeah, the nanotubes. Yeah. So structurally, they can handle it. And, um, like, I think, like, material-wise, like, it wouldn't be a functional structure. But as far as, like, holding its own weight, it, it could be, like, super thin. Isn't it really hard to build those, though? Yeah. And, and, like, so, they're super and they've done small a lot, anyways. Yeah. So they've done a lot of work on, on making that stuff work. Um, it's obviously... You know, it has to have a really specific structure, so it's got to be built that way. And we just don't have the technology yet to, like, make 
like uh, girders out of it. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's being worked on. But, you know, again, it only has so much funding. You know, that's that's the thing with just all research and development is like the people who are working on that stuff, well, they always have a certain budget. I've done it myself. Like, it's not an easy thing. Like, you may have a great idea that could change the fucking world. But if you run out of funding, it's over until you find more funding, you know? So, and that's that's where a lot of these space agencies run into when they're run by governments. You know, it's a weird mix of what the people want and what the politicians in charge want. Um, and one of the things with these two major candidates um, is that they don't have a clear goal and they don't uh, they don't outwardly support the goal of where the organization is right now. So if, and this has happened before, they decide to change the ship and point it somewhere else, like, yeah, do I think probably we should be focusing on the moon first, testing out bases, building a whole bunch of bases, pushing that technology to the point where it's more robust and stuff like that so we can then maybe just launch a whole habitat to Mars. I know it would be ridiculous, but maybe that would work. You know, I don't know. Um, we could try it at least, you know. So we could work on ascent descent vehicles from an orbiting station. Like that's this lunar space space station. Like they're gonna build in they're gonna build in um a descent vehicle with a rover and then an ascent vehicle to bring stuff back up. So you can send a rover down maneuver it on the station, and then bring up samples to analyze. Like, that's a crazy capability, you know? Like, that's fucking crazy. But even if we decide to change course and start working on the moon instead of working towards Mars, then we've just lost four years of research. Those people are going to lose their jobs. It's going to take two years to gain ground, at least a year before they even start to recover. So by the second year of whatever next agency, we're further behind. Europe, China, Russia, they end up doing a, a deal to uh, get on the moon and check out manned missions and you know try and figure out the whole, you know, uh, people living on another planet thing. And we're just spinning around the toilet bowl. You know, we can't even, you know, dog chasing the tail. Like, we just don't, we can't pick up. But what the most amazing thing is, is it's a, I think it's a two-tier thing that's going on right now. You've got a, the smartest thing that uh, Administrator Bolden and Obama, together, they worked together on this. And it was to... Um, commercialize the space industry in America, you know, use the idea of American in innovation and ingenuity and let companies work and, and test out these little things. Let them compete to get us into space, you know, start a little space race within our own country, you know, and uh, use our funding to pay them for projects. And then we don't have to use our, our funding to build an entire organization from, you know, 
the research and development to the to the product development to the science to the research to the people who bring the coffee the people who you know all those little things is funded by that research so so much of it is wasted on infrastructure and none of it is not the right amount is being used on science so if you privatize the industry then all that money goes to funding them. They pick up the tab on all the other stuff, and you fund the research. But when you add privatization into the mix, though, mm-hmm. that means potentially mm-hmm. you introduce the possibility of cutting corners to save money. This is an argument I've heard. It's true. It's true. Um, the good thing about space is to cut on corners is not financially... Uh, Sound. Yeah, yeah, because one mistake of you cutting corners, and that could be the end of your industry, your your time in the industry, you know? Um, I think a lot of people want to say that about SpaceX. Um, but if you look at the numbers, I mean, they kind of have the Tom Brady effect right now, honestly. Like, people just want to fucking hate on SpaceX and say that, you know... Uh, you know, this is this is what's wrong with, you know, private industry. You know, they're going to ruin it all. You know, all Elon's only in it about money. Or, you know, just weird things like that. And it's like, have you listened to the guy talk? Like, do you, do you actually look at his track record? Like, the guy gets shit done and he does good work. You know, it's like Tom Brady. It's like, he's done more than any other quarterback. Wrong. <laughs> puppet. He's a puppet. You're a nasty woman. Wrong. <laughs> Dude, I have to say, though. <laughs> Dude. Dude, her cackle. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. It's scary sometimes. There's, you um, know, why are you apologizing? <laughs> she should be apologizing. Uh, it is terrible. How, f- how, I mean, that just speaks to how well of a politician she is. Mm-hmm. That she's made it this far. Oh, not, yeah. not only as a woman in a in a men's game, mm-hmm. but man, that fucking laugh! It is, yeah, it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's real bad. That said, have you ever heard Donald Trump laugh? No, I don't think I have. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what his laugh would sound like. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> what if he had like a giggle? It was like, <laughs> oh, he has a girlish laugh. Yeah. Yeah. He hides it. Mm-hmm. He has fun. Oh my god. Okay, so where, you, you won me over going? on the space elevator because okay. now that I've now that I've thought about it, okay, maybe that doesn't make sense. It's a great idea. It's a good no, no, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> no, no. Actually, yeah, it is pretty crazy because you when you think about it, you're like, okay, so we're gonna be this circling planet with this giant arm that's just gonna be sticking out from the end of well, it, no, spinning around. Yeah, but, but that's another like <laughs> that's another misconception, right? Like it wouldn't be like a giant arm; it'd be like a little tiny. Yes, I, I potentially. Mean, yes, you no, no, no. Yes, on the scale of things, yes. On the scale of it things, it wouldn't be this huge arm sticking out. Yeah, it at would the end be, of the day, it's gonna be ten times taller than Everest. Yes, yes, but yeah, as far as the scope of the planet goes, yeah, like the atmosphere isn't like ginormous off the planet like it's still just a little glow off the planet at the end of the day you know right in comparison to it um okay so let's 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 jump on because i have no idea how long it's been so far let's check oh jesus okay so let's jump into some like future um concepts that i was thinking of so 
obviously one of the things that we hear time and time again is about um, border patrol, right? Uh, have you heard Rodney Carrington's? Uh, sorry, have you heard Rodney Carrington's uh, "Vote for Trump"? It's like a parody country song. I can't say I have. It's hilarious. Listen to it. It's the funniest thing you'll ever hear. Will it make me cackle? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, shit, what was I talking about? Okay, so future space concept. So border yeah, so patrol. Borders. So that's borders a funny concept. Space is fucked up because it's a three-dimensional space. So if we're talking about interplanetary border patrol, we're really talking about, like, zone patrol. So, like, because you're not planet to planet anymore. You're section to section now. Yeah, yeah. none of this makes any sense. (laughs) Hang on. No, no, no. Sorry. None of it makes any sense to me. Okay. Okay, so... There could absolutely be enforced, uh, you know, borders, whether they're two-dimensional or three-dimensional or Mm -hmm. ten-dimensional. You can patrol your border at the end of the day, no matter what, whether Mm -hmm. it's here or there. It doesn't really matter. But if we're sending people, like, half a life away to Mars, why would we – do you really think – Oh, no. So I'm talking – excuse me. I'm talking about as if this is so far in the future that – Humans are not only living in space on different planets in different solar systems, but there's other species that are even involved. Like, this is the kind of future I'm talking about. Like, Dude, this hang is. On. For, hey, come this on, let's, let's get far past Tuesday first. Let's get no, no, past no. Tuesday. But, but let's, let's really take it forward. Just, like a, just like, a, like a technique in thinking, like policy, like where we could be talking space politics in the future. Like the border patrol. Okay, I'm, I'm eventually, open now. I'm yeah. Open. Okay, I understand where we're going now. <laughs> this isn't 2050. No, um, this is like probably 2050, 50, 35, 50, 35, 50. Yeah. Um, so you know, there's and it's really if you want to look at it, an example of it, it's like Star Trek. The Federation has zones. You know, there's the famous zone between them and the Romulans. And you're not supposed to pass if you pass, you're trespassing, and you'll you'll be talked to first. You won't be necessarily destroyed right away. Zap. <laughs> Some of the best fucking lines. Um, but uh, hang on, but that but that all makes sense, right? So what are you saying? Are you are so you so at what point? So like how how would how will that be taken care of? You know, how how will those, because there will have to be policies written, there will have to be policies that will be followed, you know, will there be elections at that point? And if there are, like, um, is it going to be the same old bullshit we have now where they're just going to be talking nonsense and it's like, that doesn't make any sense. Build like, a space wall. Build <laughs> a space wall. Put the barrier. Put the barrier. Yeah, it's got to be a better thing than that. Hang on. It's, first It's off, not going to survive if that's the best we can come up do with. Do you it. honestly think humans are capable of not only finding other species, but then getting along with them well, without totally obliterating them, whether it's by accident or not? That's definitely part of one of the things I was thinking about was, okay, so let's go to the next step. Ooh, indigenous creatures. You turned out to be just slime. Well, we're going to step on you now. Yeah. So given all of the craziness of this last year, like... If we had aliens touch down 
Monday. And they were like, we will talk to the first human that you guys decide to be your ambassador. Or they're waiting and we're like, we need to send one person. Who do you send? Oh, man. I wish you and guys that's, were that's, that's the That's really the ultimate, like, that's the um, E.T. type of thing where it's like, you hope that that alien meets a kid with an imagination and is, like, honest to the world, like, like doesn't even know about the world and, like, some of the fucked up things. It's, it hasn't, like, tainted them. You know what I mean? Like, Hopefully where they still the have alien. that human, like, what we like about humans in them, you know? Or you bring them to someone who's just super, super into what reality is, you know? Like, yeah, listen, humans, not the greatest thing, but this is what we do. You made a mistake landing in Florida. <laughs> you could have landed on any other planet. <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, if they land in Florida, we just have to tell them that's an alternate dimension. Don't worry, it'll Don't be worry underwater in like yep. 50 years. Yep. We're, we're all set. It's totally not what the rest of the world is like. Um, it's its own thing. <laughs> but yeah, it, like, it would be really, really interesting. Um, like, who would you send as an ambassador? Would you want to be an ambassador? Hell no. I know. Hell no. Hell no. I mean, I would have maybe for that. like 10 seconds or just being a fly on the wall. Absolutely. Yes. Um, uh, I'm just, I, I have a huge man crush on Neil deGrasse Tyson. So my, he's, he's right now my first and only instinct. Mm -hmm. uh, if I had to really, really think about it, if we could bring like John Lennon back from the dead, John Lennon would I'd be, be good. cool with that. John Lennon would be good. Uh, I'm just, I'm naturally, I'm thinking a musician because politicians aren't capable of delivering clear and effective messages and then fulfilling oh, them. Yeah. Um, and not like musicians do that at all, but they are communicators Yeah, at their root. In some way, yeah. And that's all you need. You don't need someone to, uh, you know, fool the aliens. What about a stand-up comic? Uh, that's... That's like too too wide a uh, a spectrum. Oh, what about a, a, a specific comic? Okay, um, okay. So so who like do you what have about a, Joe Rogan? <laughs> um, no, <laughs> I have absolutely nothing against him. Yeah, um, but just like I would not send myself as you know the first human ambassador. I feel like I don't want Joe to die if they're like like the attack from Mars type aliens. So. Um, oh, so we yeah. should send Pierce Brosnan, is what you're saying. <laughs> what you trying to say? But wouldn't a, a musician, I mean, probably one who's probably all coked good. up and is out of their mind anyways. We need someone who's going to show them a good time. That's really at the end of the Snoop day. Snoop Dogg. Yes. Snoop Dogg would be an yes. excellent ambassador. He would be an excellent ambassador. I like where you're going with this. Yeah. Who else? I feel like um, Leo would be good too. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo would be good um, up to a certain point. But first off, he's not a great. Uh, you can't relate to him at all. He's mm. had some. He's had some nice messages. He's always been a prince. He has. Yeah. And he's you know 
a handsome. He's so handsome. Yes, he is. He's a darling. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, have you ever been able to really relate to him? Like, you can agree no. with him. I know he just had his documentary that came out. I want to see that. Yeah, it's yeah, me free too. online, right? That said, though, at that point, it's just preaching the choir, right? Like, what is that going to tell us that we don't already know? Uh, I definitely want to watch it um, just to know what the like baseline information that's being given to people is. Or, or what's you know? the message to the people who don't necessarily follow Yeah, this what's this new of generation thinking? of people that see this documentary going to take away from it? Mm. Yeah. He would be a good ambassador. Yeah. Yeah, I like that he did that. Um, if he was still with us, like Chris Farley, I'd love to send Chris <laughs> Farley. That would be great. Yep. Or John Candy, another uh, mm. late. Yep, late great. Hmm. What about Mr. Rogers? Nah, mm, no, I don't think so. It would have to be a really specific type of alien. He would be great. But I feel like the aliens would just kill him immediately. They would see his weakness. <laughs> this man is too gentle. It's just another day in the neighborhood. What about Elon Musk? No. No? No. Why? Arrogance. I love him. Okay. And, okay. and his arrogance makes him great. Okay. It's a good answer. I don't want someone to meet the aliens and... Here's the problem. If the aliens are dumber than Elon, we're fucked. <laughs> then hey, we're lost. He's going to get pissed off that they don't understand. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, I the, think aliens, the aliens will be fine. I think he'd be fine. If they show up before, like, <laughs> say, Tuesday. If they show up, like, Monday night and it's, like... 4.30. They should show up Monday night at 4.30. In the morning? No, oh, no, no, at no, no. night. No, no, Sorry, no. you said night. At night. You? At night. Well, the yeah. evening. Well, actually, I think we'll have already... Uh, we have to turn the clocks back this weekend. Oh. Oh, which means you already did, right? Because when's this coming out? Monday. Oh, that means this is the day that this, the clock oh, man. switched back. If you haven't turned your clock Ooh. back yet, you late. <laughs> it's not looking good for you. But there is still hope. You can still turn your clock back. Mm-hmm. So that means we're losing an hour, huh? Um, no, no, no. We gain an hour. Oh, thank goodness. Right before the election. But it That's gets dark. Good. It's okay. Right? You spring forward. You turn the clock. Honestly, no, I think it's the stupidest thing. I don't know why we You still turn the it. clock back, and it's like it was 2 o'clock, and then you turn the clock back, and it's 2 o'clock again. Right? Yeah, basically. Yeah, we're always going back to... Right. Yeah. But you spring forward, and you, and you push the clock forward an hour. Yeah. Dude, come on. You have aerospace engineering WPI on your shirt. I'm not, I'm not a come time on. engineer. Like Doc Brown. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. I just don't... I don't... It doesn't make any sense to me why we still do that. Like, I, I get... From the fact oh, that it's, it was it's about because, farming. It's because, yeah, it's because 90% of our economy is based on farming. That's it why. It still is? No. Yeah. That's totally wrong. Yeah. So I why was the like, fuck are we still doing this? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's my point. Like, it was that, well, you know, it, was and, for, it was for the children. It was literally so that the children could go out in the farms. Huh. 
No, I'm just kidding. Child labor? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. It was for the farmers. Oh, yeah. But yeah, the child labor thing. I mean, it's, just like, it's just like ridiculous. It's like just start your day whenever you have the sun. Just, I don't know. But it's tradition, right? Ugh. Tradition. And that's what's been wrong with this last year. <laughs> I'm going to vote for who I think is right because tradition. Tradition. Because my parents told me, tradition. They told me this is who I'm voting for, so that's who I'm voting for. Why are we Why are we making fun of the Southern people? There are plenty of stupid Northerners. Oh, dude, believe me. <laughs> believe me. Lots of dumb folks. Dude, I'm fucking voting for Hillary, kid. She's a fucking gangster. Hey, man, why you gotta, why you gotta bring up names, man? Why you gotta bring up names? You could have just said I'm voting for that guy. Dude, Donald Trump is going to fix America. Magic. He should have a magic wand. Trump wand? Yeah. But that would, I mean, right? I mean, and, and not to pick on, but you would, you would agree that the base It could be of, a better naming system than just putting Trump in front of everything. Would you agree that the base of Trump voters, like, and I'm talking about the base, like the absolute, like, basement dwellers, the oh, bottom feeders. literal base. Like the so, is like so, <laughs> and I I don't even mean to attach them to Trump necessarily, but just like the 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 lowest of the, the low. group. And we talked about this bef- before, like the group that just seemed to come out of America that we thought just didn't exist anymore, like wasn't as big as it actually is. They've always been there, yeah. But now we got they phones were never united, and we got cameras now, <laughs> and we've got Twitter. I bet they would believe in magic possible right i mean they don't believe in science hey, most, some of them right? there's some hillary so, supporters that definitely believe in magic what kind of magic though <laughs> we talking about like uh uh we talking about the the harry potter like yes. the, the green death thing or are we talking like the the slugs that come out of the mouth i'm uh, probably all of them. oh that's how i feel right now about this election <laughs> i just feel like i'm i'm ron and i'm just puking up slugs and it's not gonna stop and that's why I try and avoid... I don't try and avoid it because I don't want to talk about it. It's just... I have no problem talking about it, but most people who want to talk about it don't ever really know what they're talking about. Wrong. <laughs> that's wrong. How did you find that out? Wrong. You're a nasty woman. See, I'm trying to think of other things that he said, but he just says the same things so many times over and over. He does have over. a bad habit of that, but, you know, in his defense, and I don't think a lot of people see it this way. Famous it's last like, words. Hey, I'm not voting for the guy. Um, Famous last words. <laughs> Famous last words. Um, how many more last words can I come up with? Uh this, is, this yeah. is going well. You have it until Tuesday. <laughs> this, this is going well. Uh, um, I'm not going to vote for someone just because they're presidential. Like, just because they have the right stuff to make us feel good. That's, I'm not going to vote for them because of that. So Puppets make me feel good. Sock puppets, <laughs> they make me feel good, right? I'm not going to put a sock puppet in, though. No. Although, hmm. 
I would vote a Muppet. Yeah, definitely. Which Muppet? I mean, I don't want to oh, do Oh, Miss that. Piggy. <laughs> Dude, Miss Piggy on the world stage. Can you imagine? Not Gonzo? No. Sorry, sorry. Gonzo is like your boy in this election. He's just kind of like out there. <laughs> He's, He's totally Gonzo. He, he, may be, he may be brilliant. He may very well be smarter. <coughs> And, That's a man. And he's an game. entrepreneur. He's he's you know done a whole lot of things. But he's whack, and no one understands him. He's a weird dude, man. He's a weird dude. I I get him. I get him. He's I got all those pet chickens following him around, like Gonzo does, right? <laughs> Gonzo's got pet chickens. I think he was married to one, wasn't he? And Rizzo the rat. Rizzo the rat, and then all the rats. Oh the, yeah, there's so many rats. So many rats. My favorite was Muppets in Manhattan, for sure. Yeah, that one was good. That was a great one. I got that. In like 2009, out of a Cheerios box. They were like giving those movies away in DVDs. I don't know why. That's strange. It was great. I have the movie now. I got it for free. Well, like four cents, but still. That's a good deal. I would pay four it's cents to have a it's, DVD of the it's, movie. It's definitely a lot more uh, uh, good on my conscience. I didn't steal it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Didn't, I didn't pirate it. You're a better man for it. Well, you know. You do what you can, I guess. You then returned the pirated version that you already had. Sorry, folks. No longer in need of this Muppet in Manhattan. You <laughs> no, can have this back. I, I spread it out to more people so that more people oh, can enjoy it. <laughs> good, 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 good. Oh, my God. But, all right, man. Well, I think uh, I think we can call it there, man. It's been, Jesus, an hour and 45. We could do these for like three hours, man. If we didn't have work tomorrow, <laughs> I would just keep going. But thanks for coming on, man. This is fun. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. As always, uh, this is America. Uh, you have the right to think whatever the fuck you think. And uh, I have the right to tell you that you're ridiculous. So <laughs> and we can agree to disagree or just straight up agree. That's We're both through. ridiculous. Yeah. We're both ridiculous. Both ridiculous. Everyone's ridiculous because... No one's right. Yep. And, uh... Except for Trump. <laughs> Trump. Wrong. Okay, so, it is Monday. Hopefully we will see you next Monday for another episode of Today in Space. Suspense. I'm gonna leave you in suspense. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Get through this week. And don't worry. Just go out there, vote, and focus on what you need to do to make the world better. Or just your neighborhood better or just the people around you have better lives. However, whatever scope you take, pick it and go for it. I like the space scope. Let's make space great again. Oh, oh fuck. Why didn't someone think that up? Damn Dude, it. we could be running. We could be running. Oh, Alex and John for president. Okay, on Monday, you may start seeing our names on the ticket. Mm-hmm. We'll let you know. Yes. In that case, we would very much like your vote. To America and the future. Thanks, everybody.